The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for mature audience. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very poorly made podcast, click the link at the end of the description and become a monthly sponsor of the podcast. Or buy yourself some nice poorly made police memes merch. Not only does it look good on you, it's also a favorite of wives, exes, children, nurses, nuns, IA investigators, defense attorneys, and the chief. And of course, take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a crown victim. How are you guys? Welcome to the 56th version of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. This is a special edition of the podcast. We're going to tackle some relationship stuff, which the podcast comes out on the 13th, so the day before Valentine's Day, so I thought it was timely. I know you guys uh, are a big fan of the podcasts I do where I just kind of talk to regular cops, but it is fun to kind of do these different things every once in a while. I think you guys will enjoy this one. Uh, I had a good friend of the podcast step in and fill some pretty big shoes. So it was supposed to be Dispatcher Mo, but she was unable to do it because of some scheduling conflicts. But we'll get we'll get Mo back on some other time. But before we get into everything else, let's talk about Officer Privacy, who sponsors all of your Sunday podcasts. It's come up time and time again on the podcast, and you guys see it in news stories. You're involved in a critical incident. If your information's online, people are going to find out where you live. And you're going to have to deal with that. Or take the preventative steps. Invest in officer privacy. And it's a very simple process. Do it yourself. Officer privacy created custom, easy-to-use software so you can quickly navigate through the top 30 people search sites and delete your information. They have instructions for every site, and they include a simple way how to keep track of it all. They provide access to their software free for 14 days. It's plenty of time to go through and delete all of your information. Or... You sign up for the premium service, and they take care of everything for you. Sign up, and their staff of current and former U.S.-based law enforcement officers will remove you from the top 30 people search sites. They monitor those sites, and if it comes back up, they take it off. Do yourself a favor. Go sign up today. Officerprivacy.com. And, of course, I'll have the links and uh, all that good stuff in the podcast description. To keep things brief, well, it's not going to be super brief, but bear with me for a second. A couple things I wanted to talk about, and then we'll get into the podcast. First thing, the giveaway for officers. I've been kind of putting off that for a couple weeks, um, seeing if anybody was going to pipe up to take, basically take the remaining funds, because I've been waiting to hear back from a few people, and nobody's piped up. So we're going to do the last person of this round, and I've actually heard back from them, so we should be able to get them something. I do plan on doing the giveaway for the deserving officers in the future. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm kind of working out the details of that right now. So do me solid. You know, think of people you want to nominate. Hold on to that information. 
I'll let you know the right time to send those out, and then we'll see what we can do about taking care of those folks. Now, I'm going to... I can't read the story for the winner because I can't find the damn message. That was kind of the reason I had people email me. It was a little easier to find that shit. Instagram and Facebook are terrible for keeping record of anything. So basically the story on this one was a uh, trooper down in the southwest was on a traffic stop. Heard a call come out for an accident down the road. Flies down the road. First on scene. Hops a median. Semis flipped over. Dude's arms fucking lopped off. And they uh, put a tourniquet on, apply pressure for over, I believe the message said over a half hour until uh, the paramedics got there and all that stuff. So probably save this dude's life. So the least I can do is get them something free from me. So again, huge thanks to the anonymous donors that have made this possible for me to give away some free shit uh, over the last six months. So Fucking awesome of those guys. Giving them a big old round of applause. All right. The second thing. The Super Bowl is coming up. I think the podcast comes out. Uh, oh, yeah. It comes out on Super Bowl Sunday, which I don't even know if I'm allowed to say Super Bowl. It's like copyrighted or something. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. My kid wants to watch it. I, I haven't been watching the Super Bowl or really any many professional sports over the last couple of years because it just I got burnt out all that shit it's awesome here in 24 7 you know the the rhetoric sports was supposed to be something to escape from the, all that which and that's not to say the athletes don't have the uh, right to speak up about what their wrongs or perceived wrongs but uh i've also got my right not to watch that shit so i don't but my kid wants to watch it he's 12 i'm not gonna deny him of that he's really excited to watch it so we'll sit down and watch the super bowl i do have some rooting interest because I guess I, I read somewhere the uh, one of the defensive ends for the Bengals said they're going to do it for Harambe. Harambe, who you may remember, was uh, murdered back in 2016 as he tried to protect the life of an innocent child at a Cincinnati Zoo. So I'm going to have to go for the fucking Bengals on this one. So hopefully they don't let me down. All right, let's uh, get to the band and then to the podcast. This week, the band I'm going to play is a little band called Harmony Grove. They're a country blues band many of the members are law enforcement they play venues from corporate parties restaurants and charity events they are unique in the fashion that they take covers and put a country blues twist on them from queen to tom petty to billy preston so uh check those dudes out harmony grove here's a little ditty from them and we'll be right back with the podcast All right, another moment you've all been waiting for. Me and a very special guest, Ahsoka Tano, is here, and we're going to fucking solve all your dating issues because that's what you do is you go to people, strangers on the internet to solve all your problems, right? That's how it works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can fix just about anything, but don't take this as legal advice either. So don't do anything too stupid. Yeah, please don't listen to anything I say. This is only for entertainment. 
as I say in the intro of my podcast, it's kind of sucks that I have to have something like that, but <laughs> God, who knows? Like somebody could, you know, Hey, yeah, I was listening to this podcast LT and uh, this guy said to do this. Okay. Jesus Christ. But anyway, um, <laughs> one of the things we were going to talk about on here too, was uh, like the stupid ways we've been broken up or wait, I said that weird. The stupid ways that people <laughs> have been broken up with. It just sounds weird. I think any way you say it. Or oh, I'm an yeah. idiot. It's weird. Yeah. No, you're not an idiot. Well, poorly well, made. Poorly yeah, made. Let's, yeah, poorly made. Idiot, poorly made. You make it. It's a good <laughs> call. I have a really good story about a time I was broken up with. And I'm kind of surprised I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. Because oh, it, kind of, it kind of involves pooping a little bit. Actually, oh. it totally involves pooping, which I think I'm going <laughs> to, I think I might retire the pooping question. We'll see if enough of you guys cry about it. I'll, I'll keep asking, but I mean, I think I've proven that people poop their pants. I don't think I need to drag this on any further. Yeah. I don't know. I am personally 13 years old on the inside. And I think the poop stories are probably one of my favorite parts of the podcast because sometimes I laugh until I cry. All right. Well then I strike that from the record. The poop stories will stay. Yeah. You, I love you that. did it. You saved the poop stories. You're welcome, everyone. I know you're very grateful. So you're welcome for my service. Thanks. Well, I can actually legitimately say this. Thanks for your cervix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I'll be here Hey-o. all night. So this involves uh, me, old Larry, or whatever fake name I'm using at the time. When I was, I think, 16 or 17, and I had this girl I was dating and I would say things were going like, okay, for the most part, there's this diner in the Denver metro area called a Gunther Tooties, which I don't know if they have them other places, but it's essentially like a 50s style diner. I think most big cities have something like that, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So we're at this diner. We have a good time. We're out to lunch with uh, her and her friend and her friend's boyfriend. They're cool too. We go over to her friend's house afterwards and we're all hanging out, having a good time. It's like a nice summer day. All of a sudden I get the bubble guts, right? Now, when I was like 16 or 17, I didn't have the zero fucks that I give now. And I would have just blown up their toilet. But I was at like kind of unfamiliar territory, right? Like I felt really self-conscious, conscious, very (laughs) self-conscious about pooping in this other girl's house. Oh yeah. Which now not an issue. I would have blown it up. Not an issue at all. But so I decided to myself, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'll just tell her, Hey, I got to run and do something. I'll be right back. Which hindsight being 2020, that's sketch as fuck. <laughs> right? Like we're on a date. I live in a different city. What the fuck could I possibly be going to do? Right. Um, right. The other thing, too, is they were all kind of sick, too, but I think like one of them puked or something, but I, I had this, the squirt. So I'm going to blame I'm going to blame Gunther Tooties on this. But so I leave and I just go blow up this gas station nearby. Uh, I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. But then I'm like, all right, this is good. I head back. And of course, what's the question when I get back? Where did you go? What were you doing? Being an idiot, I could have just been like bought like flowers or something like you know a little gas station those little flowers we could have smoked crack out of it later it would have been awesome (laughs) yeah 
wasn't thinking was not thinking i was just you know i was on a mission man on a mission i had to go take a shit so we're hanging out somewhere and all of a sudden round two comes (laughs) and i was like hey i'll be right back and she's like what are you doing and i was like i I will be right back she's like this is fucking weird like i don't even want to date you anymore (laughs) and that was kind of it like i went and i shit and then i went home and we went out for like another date like six months later like way later to kind of talk (laughs) things out and but we didn't really reconnect because we were talking about like her mom's birthday and she's like oh when's your mom's birthday and i was like i don't know like, you don't know, know when your mom's birthday is I'm like, I don't, whatever my dad tells me it is i don't know and uh that like i guess was a deal breaker for her all those years ago so that's probably the best um story i have for breakups do you got anything funny no i don't really have anything that's funny um i think the only thing that really yeah only thing that really stands out is in my sophomore year of high school a boy broke up with me the day before valentine's day because i wanted to go out to dinner the day before and he didn't want to stop playing call of duty (laughs) and like that was it like it was just the most like random disappointing valentine's day ever now i'm just like yeah screw valentine's day i don't do like anything like super elaborate because of that so he scarred me thank you john (laughs) getting personal yeah Yeah. i don't know it's just like i don't even know like the origins of valentine's day i guess if we were like a real podcast we could talk about that but we're not to me it's kind of like a made-up commercial thing just to you know by hallmark to sell shit i mean don't get me wrong like it's valentine's day I'll, i'll do something nice for my wife but i'm not we never got like wild about it where I know some people go kind of off the deep end with Valentine's day stuff. And like more power to you if you do, but like, I'm one of those people where I'd rather you um, do something nice for me multiple times throughout the year and not this one day because marketing is really good. You know, wait, wait a second. I have to do nice shit besides like anniversaries and holidays. That's fucking bullshit. That's hard to keep well, up. Well, you have on. to. Okay, you have to remember her birthday. I do know that do one. I do nice know on that the birthday. One. Okay. Do your kids know her birthday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to make make them have that deal breaker down the road like you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I <laughs> got. I still don't know the day of my mom's birthday. I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> I know what month it's in. But my wife reminds me. I don't know. Certain- well, you should have mama pm pm on the podcast around mother's day like my mom on the podcast yeah oh my god that would be a train wreck that can't happen <laughs> that absolutely oh, no. cannot happen <laughs> that would be uh that'd be a good time though i don't even know how oh, I, yeah. that would be a bigger train wreck than the last podcast we'll just say that oh i'm so excited oh yeah uh so if if anybody's curious not that it matters but this we're, we're kind of recording this a little ahead of time so i haven't even dropped episode 55 yet which i hope you guys all enjoyed it was a fucking train wreck but i think it was a lot of fun did you record that drunk after the ghost concert i did oh i'm so ready you know what the worst part of that is though is i you know normally it's a zoom call and it kind of gets saved to my computer a couple different ways Mm -hmm. i just did it on my recording program so when i went through and edited things 
I just kind of resaved the file just so I, I have a laptop, so I don't have a ton of storage on it. I wasn't thinking mm -hmm. I probably should have saved an original copy because I oh, edited yeah. out a lot of shit. But the original, well, honestly, the original copy probably just could have got us in trouble. So maybe that's for the better. You edit your podcast? I know. Pete, that's the same thing he said. He's like, you actually edit it? And I'm like, <laughs> I do. I really do edit it, which people are gonna be like, you suck. I mean, I, I let it keep its poorly made flavor, but I mean, you know, if there's like some down spots or sometimes this is over Zoom, so the reception gets a little funky, I may like have right. to fix something because of that or, or whatever happens or or the, if there's like a background noise, like I, I have a tendency to like make noises, you know, clicking a pin or something, I might take that out or something. It's poorly yeah. edited. I'll give you that. Okay. So you do edit though. Just a know. little bit, just a little bit, even though I say, oh, I'm going to edit this out. And then I hardly ever do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my fucking gag. Nobody steal that. Well, so here's what we're going to do on this podcast. And uh, everything's kind of disorganized. So I asked people on Instagram, Facebook and Reddit. Oh, for, oh, but, I didn't even check Reddit today. Well, there's there's only, only actually, this is the first response we got on the poorly made Reddit. So more power to it. So I guess we'll start there for the fun of it. But. So we're going to kind of mix in dating advice, stupid breakups and relationship advice and mash it into one big pile of shit for you guys. So I hope you'll enjoy it. All right. So the first thing we got here, this, I hate this shit, but we're going to answer it. <laughs> New, we have two wedding type questions. So uh, newly engaged, how many people from my work should I invite to my wedding? I have nine in my Ooh. unit and around 30 total that I work with in the same area. We're looking at a, oh my gosh, 200 to 250 count total. Also, should I avoid inviting any sergeants? I don't know. Some folks can act weird anytime there's management members around, and I don't want people to feel like they can't have fun at the reception. Yeah. That's a dangerous question. How many of these people do you legitimately like and trust around your wife? Jesus, you went like dark there, like right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but it's important. Also, no sergeants, because if any of your coworkers give someone else a lap dance, it's going to end up all over Instagram. <laughs> so don't do it. Is this an NYPD cop writing this in? Um, yes, probably. I, I don't know. Weddings are fucking crazy. I, we were planning a wedding and we ended up like moving across country and we didn't really have a traditional wedding, so to speak. So. I know it was like kind of a pain in the ass to start with. Like, who do we invite? Who do we not invite? What coworkers go? What friends? It sucks because weddings are expensive as shit. And I'm not going to be one of these people like totally trash weddings because I love weddings. I love going to weddings. I love getting drunk at weddings. It's like seriously my favorite thing. And one of my buddies, I'm hoping he gets married soon because I don't know who else is going to get married in the near future. And I want to get fucking hammered and ruin his wedding. I look forward to that more than anything on earth. Ask my brother. But with that said, I don't know. I think it's a fine line. I think you you got to be careful with people from work. I wouldn't say totally no sergeant. It just depends on the level of sergeant. But I mean, I just, it's a fine line. I guess I would just, just invite like people that are, especially work people, like family, you're kind of fucked. You have to invite, you just have to invite family. I think it's the rule. If you're going yeah. that big uh, work people, I, I would be choosy. I know people might be a little weird about 
hey, you didn't invite me to my wedding, but that's an easy excuse. Like, hey, dude, it costs a lot of money and this is what we had. And hopefully people understand that. I mean, if somebody's going to get mad that you're better friends with somebody else, like, let's let's be adult about this. Like, everybody ranks their friends like MySpace, right? Oh, yeah, your top eight. Yeah, I know who my top eight are, for sure. Yep. No, I wouldn't say, I don't even know if it's eight. Like, I know the top four for sure. Top four or five, you know? Top everybody 69. else is. Yeah, the top 69. Hey, everybody else uh-huh. is kind of stragglers. I would say... Like, if you're trying to determine which coworkers to invite, like, pick the ones that were legitimately, like, happy and excited for you when you announced that you got engaged. Because there's, like, the, oh, like, hey, congrats. And then there's the, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. Like, invite the people that are really invested in you being happy. I guess that's my best advice. Yeah, I think that's And you should advice. be able to pick, pick them apart. Like, they're very different responses and enthusiasm so i would kind of gauge it off of that the only other caveat i would add against my answer is i know a lot of places are maybe a lot closer than other departments like my police department if i was getting married i'm not inviting my whole entire shift like that's fucking crazy um or the people on my whole team that's fucking nuts there's people there i don't fucking barely know except for that i work with them you know other places right. aren't like that. So maybe, I mean, maybe that is a thing where everybody on that team is super fucking close. So all nine of them go or however many it is. So I don't yeah. know that's, that's just my, my, my opinion. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I've now, only worked at smaller agencies, so the dynamic is different. Yeah. For, yeah. I would say definitely smaller guys, smaller guys. That's not what I meant to say, but smaller departments <laughs> are a lot closer. The next question is also wedding related. This has to do with a wedding shower, which I don't know shit about. So you might have to help me here. So we, we get like a lot of description here. So he is an Italian and a cop. And she is a French Canadian. Really? Um, yeah. Most of her family members won't be able to attend the wedding shower because the Canadian border is being locked down. Mother of the groom is handling everything, but is asking for assistance paying even though 90% of the attendees are on the groom side. So who's at fault? Who should be paying? And, and everybody lives, I guess both the, the people getting married live in the States. I guess traditionally the bride pays for the wedding shower, right? Is that how that works? I, I legitimately have no fucking clue. I didn't know wedding showers were a thing. I thought that the couple just has a registry and people buy things off of it and give it to them at the wedding. But is that like not a thing? See, that's what I thought too. And like, I have never heard of a wedding shower before. Well, I mean, they are friends, Canadian, wee wee. I know there's (laughs) a lot of fucking DJs from up country up there in Quebec. Although there's great fishing in Quebec. Here's my whole thing. I know a lot of married couples, especially when people marry young, that's how they acquire a lot of shit in their house, which if you're a younger single person listening to this podcast, you have no idea how much shit you need in a house. Don't ask me why you need this stuff, but it's just stuff you need. Like when I was living out on my own, I had like two fucking pots and pans and that was like enough, but (laughs) 
when you get married, you need rollers and you need a potato masher and you need um, a KitchenAid and you need all this shit. I don't know why. It's just something that happens. And pizza cutters and all a kinds pizza of cutter. like random ass little kitchen tools that you didn't know you need that you yeah, need. But you have to have them. It's the law. Now, I will say if you get one of those, you're fucking lucky. Like I said earlier in my my experience, I got married kind of non-traditionally and we didn't have like a big wedding or a wedding shower and God, that would be fun. A poorly made wedding. I, I keep telling her we're going to have like renew our vows and have like a vows. We're going to renew our vows on Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> but how the fuck do you say that? Or is it pronounced the same way? Am I an idiot? Um, I have no idea. Vowels? Vowels? Vowel, vowels? I don't know. So Samsonite? some words I can't say without the accent coming out. So I'm no help here. Wait, what accent? Oh, no, no, no. So I am from like pure-blooded Florida man and Florida woman. Uh, and it took me a long time uh, to like reel that in. It's not coming back out today. Oh, uh, it might. I have a know. very good story about possums for you at some point, though. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Maybe it is wedding. It's not wedding vows. That sounds wrong. Vows. That's what it is. Vows. Vows, not vowels. Vows. No, not Got vowels. It. I'm glad oh, we man. fucking established I'm like that. One class of wine in, and it took me way too long to come to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm only on my first glass of whiskey. So now, so we didn't have anything crazy for our wedding, and we've basically acquired all of our shit, mostly ourselves. So what I have to say. And I don't know what a fucking wedding shower is, apparently. Maybe we need to Google it before I, I come to a firm conclusion on what's happening here. Like, if you're having a wedding, why would you have a wedding shower? Like, that doesn't make sense. I'm also very cheap, so I'm probably not the best person to ask this question to. Because if they're going to come to the wedding anyway, why don't uh, we just okay, so go to the party? Apparently, a bridal shower is traditionally all-girl gathering. And a wedding shower is a co-ed event where both men and women are invited. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing because but... here in America, <laughs> you get married at 17 by the hand of your daddy's shotgun and you get what you get, okay? <laughs> I know the cost of weddings kind of... It's, I don't even know how that fucking shit works. I guess, I guess you ask the wrong people for advice. Yeah, I would, I'm sorry. I would normally say like, you get what you get kind of thing but really this doesn't affect you so much as it does people's parents having to pay for the shit i guess in my mind people should be nice and kind of help out because that kind of shit is expensive right so i don't know like i know like i think the the i don't know i don't know who the fuck's supposed to pay for the wedding all i know is i have four kids and i ain't paying for dick so they better be good at yeah, sports same. or something <laughs> Come on, guys. Be good at something. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to the podcast. I want to talk to you about my buddy Brad Williams over at Police Fit. You guys see him on the page every single Monday on Poorly Made Police Memes. Brad's going to help the new applicants and active officers smash their fitness and regain their health. Brad has 11 years' experience in the fitness industry, 17 years in the military, and is also a first responder. He's going to share his experience and expertise to help applicants get their dream job 
and help active first responders regain their health. That's Police Fit, and I'll have a link for you on the podcast description. Back to the podcast. All right, let's uh, let's go to Facebook and let's uh, see what the DGens on Facebook have got for us. Makes me sound like a real radio announcer, doesn't it? Well, let's go over yeah. to Facebook and see what we've got here. Glad how I are you supposed you... to have strippers at a wedding shower? Yeah, that's. See, I never got a. I, I never got a a bachelor party, which I don't know. My my. I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about my brothers because I'm sure not, I'm not sure if my sister-in-law listens and I'm not <laughs> sure if some of the stuff that happened even happened. Um, so I'm going to plead the fifth. Yeah. No, let's just edit that one out. Yep. No, I'm leaving that in because it's funny. All right. <laughs> so this one's the, uh, these are mostly all, sto- we're going to stick to some stories about how people got dumb. So mm-hmm. This person had a boyfriend fake having a heart surgery so he could spend the weekend with his other girlfriend. He went as far as pretending to call me with a raspy voice saying he was still weak, brought back to his um, hospital room. He never mentioned anything was wrong with his heart during the year we dated. So obviously I knew he was full of shit. (laughs) Then he told me he hired a skilled plastic surgeon to hide the scar so I wouldn't be able to tell he had surgery. Uh, she hangs up on him and then gets a call from one of her friends was like, Hey, uh, who's your boyfriend with this weekend? Cause we were at this concert and he was with somebody and it wasn't you. Why would you go through all that trouble, man? That, I mean, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> you know, the worst part is somebody would believe that story, right? Like, Oh, poor baby. He got a, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I have so many questions. Yeah, lots of good questions. Which, speaking of questions, I really wanted this to be like a call-in podcast. But turns out, people are a little weird about that. Which makes sense. I mean, it is 2022? 22, yes. And uh, Mm -hmm. people hate cops, so I get it. And Uh, also telephones, so... Well, I mean, you could do the Zoom. I was going to do a Zoom thing. I was going to have people wait in the Zoom lobby, and then I would let them in to come and bless us with their problems so we could solve them it was going to be it's going to be like a, a shitty version of love line those guys were willing to do it for the blue falcon court because i was like cackling at work great stuff dude that those guys were so fucking good i really want to do more of those but uh i don't know i think it's kind of dead in the water nobody wants to do them but i, I know, will but regardless the office is the best tv show and whoever hadn't watched it is still wrong as i said so anyway yeah. Yeah, you brought some facts to the table that it would have been watched how many times in syndication? Like a billion times? Yeah, like 57 billion times. I was actually thinking, you know, instead of watching new shows, I might go through and watch The Office again. Yeah, that's my favorite hobby. My only hobby. So this next one is, I had a girlfriend dump me via text because I told her I wouldn't leave my wife. The audacity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Oh my! I think you should call into the show, buddy. You got things. He, yeah, he, I need answers. But yeah, I think he was, I think he was trying to be funny, which you know that shit happens, right? Oh yeah. Here's what I don't understand, right? And uh, to quote Jane Doe, who's been a guest on this podcast a couple times, she made she said something about uh, I don't I think we were talking about the New York City thing on the Christmas episode. 
And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I get it. Everybody's, you know, we're all horny. We want to have sleep with each other kind of thing. But here's what I don't get how people have secret lives because I agree with that wholeheartedly. We're all, we're all horny. We want to sleep with each other. It's a thing. That seems like really tiring to like lead two lives. I lead one life and I'm fucking tired. How do you have the yeah. energy to lead two lives? I don't have the energy to deal with people let alone like multiple people and multiple lives like I could not keep all that shit straight I'm too goddamn tired so I don't understand how or why people are so committed to doing it but like what the fuck guys I think it's it makes no sense I think it's like a like a runner's high kind of thing I think it's like the uh the high of seeing if you can get away with it maybe I don't Mm -hmm. know I'm gonna make the same joke that I probably made four or five times on this podcast that Great. I've already disappointed one woman. Why would I want to disappoint another? Just, just <laughs> throwing it out there. Uh, fair point. Yep. Let's see. The next one is I had a girl once tell me that she really wanted to do shrooms and she realized that she never could do shrooms while we were together. By the way, I was deployed in Iraq at the time. This conversation happened over the phone and she's a school teacher now. That's uh, our friend Ben <laughs> with thoughts of a police officer, thoughts of a patrol officer over there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that chick is one of my kids' uh, kindergarten teacher because I'm pretty sure that lady was on something at all times, and I'm pretty sure she was drinking on the job. So probably Let's the same honest, person. If you had a room full of fucking twenty-five year olds, you'd want to drink too. By the way, twenty-five year olds or twenty-five year olds? No, twenty-five year olds. Yeah, fuck that. Like, my youngest that's in kinder right now, I, okay, so I have an ongoing relationship with the teacher because she's taught my other kids before. I gave her a bottle of wine on the first day of school and said, good luck. So I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's a tough job. Now, speaking of 25-year-olds, <laughs> uh, do you know why Michael Jackson likes 25-year-olds? Why? Because there's 20 of them. <laughs> Ew. Uh, why did I laugh? <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, Michael Jackson jokes never, never <laughs> not funny. I had given up on dating. I had been told they can't believe what they do. Aren't you scared? This is coming from a gal that's a cop. And then unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys still prefer the same. Okay, I think I get what she's saying. She's saying basically she thinks that because she's a chick. And she's a cop. She's automatically a lesbian. Nope. I still like guys. uh, But the ones that can handle me can't handle me being in law enforcement. Dating sucks. I think it's really hard for chicks to date in law enforcement. I mean, I guess you can attest to that. It's not fun. Um, And I kind of have a similar issue. I don't know if people think I'm lesbian per se because I'm pretty feminine in that regard but I have a really really bad resting bitch face and I'm very unapproachable (laughs) so that may play into it a little bit um but yeah dating as a female cop sucks like every female cop I know has either a really long-term relationship or marriage or it's failure after failure after failure trying to date within law enforcement so it does absolutely just 
fucking suck. Yeah, I have to say I've pretty much witnessed the same thing. But I do want to go back to your permanent resting bitch face. I'm surprised <laughs> yes. there's not like a commercial on, you know, you're watching whatever news channel and it goes to the commercials and it's always on the news channels. It's always like some pill like, you know, don't take this pill um, <laughs> without talking to your doctor or you'll have diarrhea and bleed out your eyes kind of thing. Why isn't there a pill for resting bitch face? Do you I have don't know. RBF? <laughs> we can help you. Don't take this pill if you're pregnant or nursing. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe that can be my mark on the world as I solve RBF. Um, oh, man, that would be a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> – I try to uh, avoid social issues on this podcast, but I don't think this is really a social issue. I, I don't know. Who knows what you're allowed to say or talk about anymore, but I don't really give a fuck. So related <laughs> to this question – what's the fuck i mean like my brother even was like hey dude you gotta be careful about what you say they're going after joe rogan and i'm like i don't say anything mean or derogatory towards people joe rogan's immune to everything he'll be fine yeah he'll be fine but i'm just like i hate that you have to like kind of pull punches because you might upset somebody and but which that's not really what i'm going for here because I think if you guys have listened to my podcast long enough, you know, I'm like a fairly tolerant person. Like, I don't think I don't understand like why we're still arguing about gay marriage and, and stuff like that. Like this is stupid, man. This is like, who cares what people do in their own homes? Who <clears throat> literally gives a fuck? Leave them, leave these people alone. They're fine. Right. But, but I did want to, another guy brought up on Instagram, which is kind of related to this is guys like basically, Hey man, she's on patrol she's hot as fuck and she chews does that mean she's a lesbian so apparently he wants to he wants to ask this girl out but he doesn't know if she is or not dude i gotta be honest like sometimes it's really hard to tell i don't have like my gaydar i have no idea sometimes i think you just kind (laughs) of shoot your you shoot your shot and if they're like oh no i'm i'm in the chicks or whatever okay cool then you know. If you don't a big deal. know her well enough to at least have some kind of decent idea on what that preference might be, then you should probably get to know her better before you try to shoot that shot. Wait, can, well, hold on a second, though. And I haven't dated in a really long time. Can you not, like, just shoot your shot? Or do you have to, like, put in work to shoot a shot? It really depends. Like, are you going to come off, like super strong right off the get-go or are you going to kind of test the waters first because if some guy comes out like straight out the gate just going at it hard I will be like no get the fuck away like I'm not gonna do that that's weird like I personally would rather like try to find out something about me first before you just dive right in (laughs) okay so this is (laughs) you tell me because like I said uh, I haven't been available since 2005. Okay. It's been mm-hmm. a minute. You're aging yourself. Okay. Boomer. <laughs> Let me just throw this out here. You tell me if I'm like way off base of how this should work. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say me and you, you know, we work on the same shift and, you know, we go a couple calls together. You're new to the shift or whatever. And I'm like, oh, she's cool as shit. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, maybe. shooting your shot would be like, Hey, you want to go get some coffee after work? That's like, that's shooting the shot. Like 
I'm not okay. I'm not one of those dudes that's like, hey, you want to go fuck after work? Because <laughs> I think that happens. But me, I'd be like, hey, you want to go yeah. get some coffee after work? I mean, is that going too far or is that like getting no. to know somebody? Okay, that's getting to know somebody. I feel like that leaves it kind of open. But if you were to be like, hey, you want to like go have dinner and come back to my place, which I have had an unfortunate amount of times. That's like a strong no. Like, uh, uh-uh, that's weird. But like coffee could be like, yeah, sure. Or like, no, I gotta get home to like my husband and kids or you know, whatever. Well, yeah, that's a good way to find out. So what if I was like instead of like, hey, you wanna go watch some coffee? What if I was like, hey, do you wanna come over to my house and watch uh the book of Boba Fett Boba Fett? I got a sweet screen. Then you're kind of fucked, right? Because you're like, ah, oh, he might be a creep and might be like tricking me in the house but on the same hand you're like god he's got a big tv though it could be cool okay so as women we know what that is that would not work unless she is like legitimately down to fuck but only after boba fett is over (laughs) yeah that's not one of those times yeah that's not one of those times where you like go over and like netflix and chill like Mm -mm. you watch you actually watch the show first and then you fuck I think is what happened. Yeah. And then you talk about it after the show, not the sex. I'm glad we got that settled. So to answer the guy on Instagram's question about like, how do you know if she's not, I don't know, bro. I don't fucking know her. I know I've been off. Have a conversation with her. Go talk to her. You probably figured out pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to shoot your shot and, you know, go ask her to coffee or Boba Fett. One of those two things. Yep. I will say, and maybe I don't want to like toot my own horn. Like I'm like some like great dude because I am a piece of shit too. Like every guy, no matter what they tell you is a piece of shit. It's just a thing. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's fucking true. We are all pieces of fucking filth, but I don't know. I guess I consider myself like a little more, I don't have like the gall to fucking ask somebody like straight up. Hey, do you want to fuck? I, I don't know. I, I just don't think I have it in me. Um, somebody I don't know or don't really know that well, I, I don't think I could do it. I think uh, I think people would have a lot more better luck if they, you know, maybe started out with coffee then built up to the other stuff. I could be wrong. And yeah. it doesn't have to be coffee, too. I know not everybody likes coffee. Like, but maybe don't go be like, hey, you want to go get a bang after work? Maybe, <laughs> maybe a rain. Depends I don't know. on the flavor. Yeah, depends on the flavor. Yes. So that guy, we can't really help a whole lot. You're going to have to figure that out on yeah, your own. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Um, and then this girl that I guess people assume she's a lesbian because she's a cop. I don't know that. I mean, is that a thing? Is there? I mean, I, I know there's girls that are cops that are lesbian. I know there's dudes that are cops that are gay, but I don't I don't know if there's like a to me, it never seemed like a. I don't know, like an out of proportion percentage, like it just kind of seemed like equal to the population. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. I never like took account and took stats of all that. I don't know. Um, I'd say it's like 50 50 in my experience. Um, and usually you can tell. But there's been one time that I couldn't tell right off the bat. And I was doing a ride along with the agency. I was going to try to lateral to Concord PD. Hello. Um, and there, no, you can leave it. That's okay. I'm a little salty. They didn't pick me up, but I saw the patch on your patch board. Um, so, (laughs) so I was there and I had no idea 
this female was a lesbian until right at the end she's like yeah like me and my partner like we love doing this we love doing that like she really likes it here and I was like oh I had no idea so sometimes you can tell but sometimes you just can't so just go talk to her dude uh we're gonna go with some more uh dating things i like this guy said he's just here for the comments over on facebook one guy said he doesn't know what is being dumped it's never happened to him bullshit you get dumped all the time if he hasn't been dumped he's been ghosted with that kind of attitude yep so this one time i went off oh sorry go ahead (laughs) i was saying next yeah next boring i need to get that (laughs) sound bite that's one of my favorite homer things yeah this one time I went off-roading with a significant younger gentleman. And to make a long story short, he totaled his truck by losing traction and hitting a ditch. And then a tree. I got a concussion, a broken toe, and he was totally fine. The first thing he said to me was, should I report this as stolen? Um, what the fuck? Dude, I'm a cop. This is a crime. And I didn't talk to him ever again. Yeah. We've all, I mean, at least I know the big city people, man. How many fucking reports of you? Oh, your car got stolen, huh? And prior to the fucking call, you look up the plate and you see it was involved in an accident like at midnight that night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it got stolen. Yes. Now you're filing a false report. This is great. I love fucking catching those dudes. That <laughs> yeah, uh. there was a case a couple of years ago out here where this guy got drunk and drove into a flooded road and left his also drunk girlfriend in the car and she ended up drowning then he when he sobered up the next morning called to report it stolen so kennedy what was that is he a kennedy (laughs) (laughs) sounds like it (laughs) joke 40 years in the making um this one's pretty fucking funny I got dumped through a third party who said the dude joined the army and left for boot camp. Then I saw the dude the next day. The next day, this douchebag <laughs> says I'm his twin brother. I've known this dude since <laughs> fucking grade school. <sighs> oh. Why the fuck? Oh, that I'm so sorry. That's some bullshit. Yep. I mean, it's kind of funny though, for being honest. <laughs> I laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry for your unfortunate breakup. At least you got a good story to tell, though. Yeah. Took a gal out. Had been out several times. Got to the bar. I threw my jacket back in the truck. Keys in my pocket and locked the door. She then told me she had a friend that lived up the road that said he'd pop the lock. No problem. Night went on and she came and told me she went out there and I told her I'd be a minute. When I got out to my truck, she's making out with him on the tailgate. He was about to start a shift with the county. Oh my God! Did somebody's cousin? Did your cousin cheat on you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. But hey, at least you got your your fucking truck open, right? <laughs> I guess. Silver lining. Yeah, there's always a silver lining. <laughs> this is a question as old as time. This comes from a female officer. Should mm-hmm. cops date cops? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, there's so many 
there's so many pros and cons. Like we're going to fuck each other anyway. <laughs> However, it doesn't mean it's a good idea. That's not true. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's not always true. God, I feel like I'm the only one that didn't fucking have sex with my coworkers. Is that it? Am I the only one that didn't fuck my coworkers? I have not slept with anyone at my agency. So there's that. You were kind of like, there was a long pause before you said that. Um, I had to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm a big fan of don't shit where you eat, I guess. Yes. Here's the way I look at it, though. And I don't want to get like all sentimental. I, I'm not, I think there is kind of that thing as the one, and maybe there's more than one, but let's just say you meet the one. And I think you fucking know, if you know, you know, are you going to yeah. fucking turn that away because they work on the same department as you? I don't know. I think you find a workaround. However, I am of the opinion that there's a lot of lustful behavior where people make emotional decisions with yep. um, their penis or their vagina. I don't know how <laughs> else to say it, uh, but like that. And then they get into these really toxic relationships. I don't know. I think you got to be careful. I would almost venture to say it might be better to date a cop from a different agency, but I don't know. Yeah, I could agree with that. Just so it's not so close that all your business is right there for the whole damn agency to see. That's another thing. If you're going to date another cop, you got to keep it kind of not like secret, but private. Because you don't want everyone knowing all your shit all the time. Yeah. That I feel was, like that's really important. I feel like that was kind of the downfall of a lot of these power couples on an apartment is as soon as something happened, everybody fucking everybody knows. Knew. Yep. Which sucks, right? Like, and thankfully, I was married the whole time I worked for the police department, but I don't think I would have even messed with that because, you know, God forbid you break up, then everything's out there, right? And that sucks. Yeah. Now, I think part of that debate too is should you date outside of the law enforcement world so your whole world isn't law enforcement? I think there's pros and cons to that. It is nice, I would assume to be married to somebody that gets it and understands. Yeah. But then I also think it's nice to probably be married to someone that, so you don't, you don't get home and you're not talking shop, you know? Yeah. Having that separation is really good just so that your mind is not completely preoccupied with everything law enforcement all the time. So there's like the perk of having the, same mindset working with someone that you're dating but then there's that like mental break if you're dating someone that's just completely separated and they like work at a bank or a daycare or something you know just like something wildly different from what you do so that it doesn't consume everything I think there's pros and cons of both you know but I would lean towards maybe dating on the outside but I wouldn't pass up your soulmate, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because if it is the right person for you and you guys have that like friendship that's also within the relationship, that's great. 
and don't skip out on it just because you have the same job. But like dating outside is also great because there's just that, like, I don't know, for me, like the last year, especially having a mental break from work 24 seven has been so good for my mental health. So there's a lot of different aspects at play and it's really going to depend on like person to person and relationship to relationship. Yeah, definitely for sure. So I think this is where we're going to leave the Facebook is I was laying on the couch with a woman when I said our hips are almost the same size. It must have eaten away at her because she texted me, then called me to break up with me at midnight, waking me up out of a deep sleep. She was angry that I didn't answer the text. Bro, why would you even say that? Even if it's true. I mean, I don't see the benefit of saying that. I I think sometimes you just say things (sighs) and you're not thinking about how it could be hurtful. Like, I don't think he said that in like the context of, trying to be hurtful mm-hmm. but you, know, you gotta be careful because things are easily misinterpreted so the weirdest most random inconspicuous little thing will make women very insecure like i had someone one time ask me why i only have a dimple on one side when i smile and i've been so like aware of it ever since and it was not meant to be like hurtful But now I'm like, oh, my God, like, what if I go on a date with this person and they see that I only have a dimple on this one side? Like, what's wrong with me? Don't smile. Like, it's ridiculous. It's totally unreasonable. And most of us realize it's unreasonable. But don't say shit like that. You know, it's funny is like as a date, if I heard that, it'd be like, that's stupid. (laughs) It is stupid. And then that's the it. Like, if you told me that, I'd be like, that's fucking funny. And I would never think about that ever again. For sure. Yep, it's like little shit that sticks with us. So don't tell women that their hits are as big as yours. Okay, so I was scrolling through, mindlessly scroll through all these fucking Instagram reels and shit. It, and then you've yep. been looking at them for like 30 minutes before you realize it. But one was this girl, and it had like no likes. And I don't know why I watched it, probably because she was kind of cute. But I watched <laughs> it, and she was just saying, like, hey, I know it's really hard, girls, but you know, guys aren't purposely um, ignoring your hints. Guys just need, you know, direct. So just tell them what you actually want or what you need. And they'll probably be a lot more receptive to it. And I'm like, why is there a video on this? What? Just because fucking- we're unreasonable. Yes. Thank you for admitting that. So I don't have to like pry that out. No, no. We as women as a whole are just completely unreasonable sometimes. And yeah, most of us like 30 plus realize that so yeah you're not wrong there has to be a video because sometimes people just don't fucking get it why are you crying because you're tired because you're unreasonable (laughs) yeah i just like i couldn't help but laugh because i'm like i can't believe there's an instruction video for communicating with your partner that's crazy yeah it is wild uh i mean i'm by no means perfect for sure, dudes aren't perfect. I think dudes are unreasonable about different things. Like, I'm unreasonable in the fact that if I start doing something, even if it's, like, the stupidest fucking thing ever, I'm just going to keep going with it. Like, I'll give you an example. 
I was at like this was like a year ago. I was at like Lowe's or Home Depot or something. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, they didn't have the fucking thing I needed there. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting everything at fucking Home Depot. And I walked around <laughs> the store for like a fucking hour looking for this thing, maybe at like an end cap, because I'm like, I'm getting everything here. It's like that thing where you carry in every fucking bag of groceries. Yeah. Instead of taking a second trip. It's I don't know. That's stupid. That's a that's a weird guy thing for sure. Uh, that's why I had to stop going to Target. I was spending a lot of money there just trying to make different things work for whatever I was doing. So I don't go to Target anymore. Oh, Target. Target. I don't know. The last few times I've been to Target, I've definitely not been impressed. So on the website, they have that red card ad and it says like, you've spent X amount since whatever year and you could have saved this amount by having a red card. And I was like over twenty thousand dollars since twenty eighteen, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "You could have saved nine hundred dollars." And I was like, "That's fucking bullshit. I'm not shopping here ever again." So I haven't been to Target in twenty two. Yeah, I know my wife has one of those red card things, but we always like forget to use it. So we yeah, like thanks Target for the intervention. Yeah, why don't you guys just have like a fucking like a grocery store? You have a fucking key code thing. You put in your fucking phone number and then you get the little discount. Yep. Which I hate that shit anyway, man. Because there's always probably some poor smuck that's just like traveling through. That's like, well, I really want this toilet paper. I need this toilet paper, but I don't really want to fill out the thing. So I guess I'll just pay a dollar more. Like, fuck yeah, that shit. Um, that's stupid. If you're going to let me have the discount, just give me the goddamn discount up front. But exactly. I digress. Yep. This is relationships, not King Super's complaints. Um, yep, sorry. Oops. Yeah, it's okay. This is a this is a very important question. Advice okay. for guys on their third divorce. Bro, I don't know. I'm divorced once, so I don't have advice for number three. I'm on my um, starter so wife. Probably phone. you're on your starter wife. Good for you. Um, stop going after women that you're attracted to i guess like if you're divorced for the third time you should probably change something i have a lot of thoughts on this first off isn't there's some old saying right like your first like your first marriage is like your starter wife your second one is for money and your third one's for love or no your no your first is for love your second is for money and your third is for companionship that's a lot, man. I'm good. I'm totally good. Like I can get one, two, and three in like in one shot. I don't know. There's probably some you gotta think there's probably some logic to that, right? Like people get married very young, get a divorce, mm-hmm. and then they're like, Oh, sugar mama, sugar daddy, right? Good finances and that, you know, you get married because of the financial reasons. That doesn't right. work out because it's not for love. And then you're a little older. You just want a friend, man. You want somebody to hang out with and probably occasionally pop a Viagra and fuck. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it would depend on, like, why are we on number three? Like, are there infidelity issues? Is it, like, your work schedule, working law enforcement? Um, does she also work in law enforcement? Are there kids involved? Like, what's the family dynamic? And where did the issues start on number three? Because you've got to change something moving forward doesn't maybe it's the type of woman you're after maybe it's your like a workaholic 
like there's got to be some common factor somewhere between the three that you should probably work on changing before you end up with number four. Okay, so here is the only advice I can give you on that. And I'm going to steal some thunder from the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Drew, because I heard this when I was like probably 14 years old, listening to the love line in my room when I should have been sleeping. (laughs) And basically, if you're going to keep being, and I'm paraphrasing very poorly, but you have to be cautious of, if you keep having failed relationships, you have to be cautious of, the people you're dating, you know, the same type of person keeps hurting you. So, you know, dates dated per type of person you wouldn't normally date. You may be surprised. The other part, which is not advice from Dr. Drew, but it's something I've told my kid before when he's complaining, like, you know, your kid complains and this is stolen too, but you know, your kid complains like, Oh, my friends are all being jerks. And you know, the next he's like, well, this kid's being a jerk too. And I'm like, okay, hold on a second. If everywhere you go, everyone's an asshole, maybe you're the problem. Yep. Just food for thought. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe slow down, though, for the third one. Maybe let's not have a fourth because then your pension's all gone. The next yeah. question, love the show and the poorly made everything you do. I don't know if that's a compliment or a personal attack, but <laughs> I'm a dispatcher. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. I would appreciate, (laughs) let's see, I'm a dispatcher of four years, and I got engaged recently. Going to get married in July. Congratulations. I love my fiance to the moon and back, and that's not an exaggeration. I really do, but sometimes when I get off work, I really just need some alone time to relax, and it makes her feel like I'm ignoring her. Any advice how to alleviate that situation? I would start out by saying, have you told her that? directly like very clear hey i need a second to cool off or i need a second to myself to decompress kind of thing if you said that shit directly to her god i don't know what the solution is what do you got um well i was gonna say the same thing like have you directly told her like hey like I need like half an hour or an hour after work to like decompress from everything I had to deal with today because I'm sure she knows that the calls and the workload is really stressful. Um, Like if you've directly told her already, maybe try to present some kind of like, uh, like functional solution because like in past relationships, like I've had like my boyfriend tell me the same thing. And I was like, okay, like go take a shower and like relax for a few minutes. And then I want your time because it didn't really register to me that I needed to actually leave him alone to use brain power on something else and not like other people like me. So for him, it was getting time to just like zone out on video games for a little while before he kind of re-entered the real world at home so if you have something you want to do like do you want to go sit outside and have a beer do you want to play video games for an hour do you want to like read a book for an hour or something like is there a specific like 
thing that you want to do that will help you decompress because you also need to realize like she loves you obviously um and she wants your time and attention and she wants to feel loved but you need to find a functional balance between you having decompression time and her getting quality time with you where you're really present does that make sense that does. And I appreciate that you used balanced as all things should be. I, yeah, you have to be careful because on one hand of it, you need to decompress and kind of do your thing. But I know when I was kind of going through some dark shit, like that decompression time was a long time, you know, like I really just wanted to be alone, which is not healthy either. So I think, like you said, there is kind of a balance, but I think maybe a routine and obviously, you know, I'm not a fucking counselor or anything, but Mm -hmm. maybe if you guys had like a routine, like, Hey, I'm going to get home. I'm going to, like you suggested beer, video game, whatever, do that for like 15, 20 minutes, half hour, whatever. And then I'm all yours. So that way there's kind of like a standard and she kind of knows. I think that's, I think that's kind of a newer thing in our psyche and what people think about is, God, there's just like, like when my wife gets home from work, like I just need like a minute away from like the kids and the screaming and the noise and the whatever was going on with the day. And my wife's totally cool with it, like totally gets it. And I will tell you right now, when I was coming home from police work, which was obviously stressful, and then Mm -hmm. my wife was home all day with the fucking the madness of the kids, I was you know, that was that dude where like, I need a, you know, I need a minute or whatever, which she never got her minute. So you do have to be conscious of other people's what their needs are too. Yeah. That's a really good point because her not giving him time to decompress maybe that she also needs that mental break. So that is probably another factor to consider in this as well. Like, do they have kids? Or do they have like other shit going on? She might need a break too. And like I swear, like having kids has put me in a spot so many times where I'm ready to like fake my death and move to Mexico. So <laughs> making <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Um, well, I was telling you earlier, my kids get home and it's like clockwork when the bus drops them off. And it, yep. you know, like I've got the toddler and he's kind of an asshole sometimes, but like it's relative calm, right? most days unless he's having a bad day like I know what to expect from him but like the moment they all like hit the door not only do I have toddler drama but I have whatever drama is coming on with from school and my wife explained it to me very well the other day she's like here's the thing kids are in school all day that's not like a place where they can be expressive is the wrong word but you know they have to kind of like sit and minor p's and q's and whatever yeah the moment they get off that fucking bus the first thing they want to do is fucking blow off steam i get it yep i get it i don't like it but i get it i think we kind of forget about that when we're adults and we have our own shit going on yep um but i think both of the people like the guy that asked this question and the fiance they both probably need some time to just chill with and without each other so maybe they can come up with some kind of functional plan 
Like well, you have to like actually lay out ideas. You want to hear my functional plan? And this Eating is cookies. oh cookie, that is my hey, how fucking dare you bring that up? Okay. <laughs> um cookie. Um <laughs> My functional plan, I'm stealing from uh, my good friends, the uh, Fontas, Fontas. Fuck, I wish I could pronounce their goddamn name. Sorry, guys. Um, but from Katie, the good old decompression bro- blowjob. Hey, dude. Bro just jobs. Tell- <laughs> bro jobs. I said blowjobs, didn't uh, I? Or did I say bro jobs? It, it came out as bro jobs at first. Hey, <laughs> 20 bucks. You is know 20 what? Bucks, it's but- 2022. <laughs> yeah. Bro jobs, blowjobs, whatever. <laughs> but um really bj's god i can't talk either yeah it's hard man it's hard to talk on a podcast leave me alone that's what she said said. um but here's what you do forget everything we just said all the like really serious advice we just gave you when this comes up again say hey look i'll be fine as soon as you suck my dick see how that goes (laughs) yeah that'll go great do that (laughs) Okay, here's my favorite part of this conversation we're having is I've had people send me messages like, hey, you were in the middle of some rant about some dumb shit, usually pooping my pants or whatever. And it was like (laughs) on my like dash camera video as I was doing a traffic stop. So somebody's dash camera video is going to have a conversation about me telling somebody to um, suck their spouse's dick. So you're welcome. (laughs) And now to our sponsors. Okay. Let's see here. The next one we have here is a breakup story. When he was a wee lad, he got dumped. He used wee lad. I like that. He got dumped being dropped off at the front of the funeral home for my grandpa's funeral by a girl who left me for my best friend at the time. It's like a dark metal version of Jesse's girl. Okay. Tell me her name. I'm going to fight her because fuck that. That is fucked up. Dude, people break up at the most inopportune times. I don't want to tell somebody else's story, but I know a story of one of my friends where we were, eh, she'll be fine. No, I don't know if I should say it. (laughs) She Uh, should have called in for the podcast. Well, I'm just going to say, maybe don't break up with people after they've lost a friend. I'm just throwing that out there. Here, I got it. I got a good breakup story. I don't know if I've told this one mm-hmm. on the podcast. So this was also high school age ish. I think I was a little older at the time. I took this chick to prom and I'd been dating her for a little while and I just knew it probably wasn't going to work out, but it was really like really close to prom. And I felt, all right, hold on a second. I'm not dumping this chick like within weeks of prom. That's fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take her to prom. We'll have a good time. Maybe we'll, like things will rekindle, but if not, you know, I'll, I'll break up with her a little bit afterwards. So that way it's not like so hurtful for it. So yeah. I thought I was like being a good dude. Now, um, so dude, I went all out, man, even though I was intent on breaking up with this chick, I, you know, I took her out to a night steak dinner. Don't worry. I only take your mom out to seafood dinners, but took her to a <laughs> night steak took her to a nice seafood dinner and then I never called her again. But (laughs) but I take her to a nice steak dinner. Um, I think we even did a limo. We did like the whole thing, right? It was such a Mm -hmm. good time. And I actually had like a lot of fun, but afterwards I still knew like, Hey, um, we're going to break up. So I give it like a week or so. And then 
uh, I call her because we lived in different towns. I suppose in person's better. Yeah. And we're talking and I'm I'm trying to like grow a pair and break up with her because I felt bad about it. She goes, Hey, I gotta tell you something. I'm like, okay. She's like, Hey, I just I wanna let you know that um she's basically told me she slept with one of her friends. <gasps> and I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? And I just hung up, never talked to her ever again. So technically <laughs> we're still dating, I don't know. So that's oh, some man. fucking shit, man. I was so mad about that. Uh I mean, oh my god okay so i have like a somewhat relevant story the last day of fourth grade this boy that i had had a crush on all year was like hey do you want to be my girlfriend and i was like cool yeah he moved like the week later i was uh... like what like my heart was broken i was so angry did he know he was moving though he might not yep. have he, he knew, knew. <laughs> he knew so in second grade Mm-hmm. I had like this little girlfriend, right? I still remember her fucking name. And <laughs> one day they moved. I don't think I remember. No, I don't remember her last name. But so one day they moved out of their house in our neighborhood. I don't think she knew that they were moving. I think it was like a rental, right? Which as a little kid, mm-hmm. you don't understand that at all, right? Right. Like one day they were just gone. And it was like the worst fucking thing ever. Maybe it was the second grade. Maybe it was like third or fourth grade. I don't know. Fast forward, seventh grade. I fucking saw her in the hallway in my middle school. And I'm like, holy (gasps) shit, is that you? And it was a big middle school. And she's like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I've just been heartbroken for the last fucking four years of my life. (laughs) No big deal. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Across town. Yeah, I know. So they probably lived like a quarter mile away to like a different rental, but you know, like their fucking parents didn't know. Like I was just like the neighborhood yeah. boy that came by and hung out. That's it. Um okay, so this is an interesting question that I didn't understand. So I had to ask this guy. He said, Is it true that if she smokes, she pokes? <laughs> Which I responded, I require elaboration. And if you're a Marvel fan, <laughs> you will appreciate that joke. And he said, I had a bunny once tell me we were in, uh, he puts, basically they were working and they were watching a creature of the night, AKA a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But he looks at me without missing a beat and says, do you, how do you know if she's willing to put out? And he said, well, because she looks like a prostitute. He goes, no, she's smoking. And you know if, what they say, if she smokes, she pokes mm-hmm. i don't think that makes sense 60 percent of the time it works every time <laughs> i don't know i would i would say though if you're thinking like i'm just saying like high school aged mm-hmm. if there was like that cool girl like with a leather jacket and she smoked i would assume she, she pokes. was putting out she's yeah. putting out, right that's that's a thing i assume yeah i would say so I think in the uh, story described, she pokes because she's a whore. That is probably why. Well, yeah, that's her moneymaker. So she probably does. Yes, it's a thing. Now, this poor fella writes in and says he was broken up with because he was told he's too nice. I've gotten that (laughs) one, too. And I kind of think it's a cop out. I need a female opinion on this. 
Um, I don't know. There's like the nice guy thing where they're like, I'm so nice and I'm so great. <laughs> and then there's like the actual like nice, polite, like gentleman. And let me tell you, like the guy that I thought was actually like this really like respectful gentleman, like super nice, super sweet to me, fucking ghosted me like two days after I slept with him. Oh, so man. very salty about it. So, so anyway. I used to, I don't know, I used to have this opinion of myself as being like this super nice, awesome guy. And, you know, I used to like kind of shrug my shoulders. Oh, nice guys finish last. Yeah, that bullshit. <laughs> I was a piece of shit, man. I Yeah. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was a piece of shit. Uh, I wasn't the yeah. worst piece of shit, but I mean, I. Oh, no. There's always one. Yeah, when I reflect back on those times, I could have been a better human being. But I think, I don't know, I yeah. think just don't fucking see it, you know? Yeah, I think guys that get broken up with because they're too nice probably don't realize they're doing something that probably comes off very douchebaggy. That's just my female opinion. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know, I think... I could be totally off on this, but I think sometimes like, let's just say somebody's like a legit nice guy. I think Mm -hmm. for chicks, sometimes depending on where you're at in your life, you don't want that. You want to fucking party. You want to have a good time. (laughs) Uh, I can't believe I'm about to to say this. Like a nice guy is not going to like fuck the shit out of you. Right. Right. Um, you know, the whole, like, uh, the, the song, you don't always have to fuck her hard. Like that dude doesn't know how to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Where like the, the dude that's kind of like an asshole piece of shit. Like I <laughs> he'll choke you out and fuck you really good. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. So I didn't have to. You're welcome. Now I've never been choked out and fucked really good, but I just, I've heard <laughs> stories, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a really hard time on this podcast to break in for sponsorships. Do I break in like after this story, or do I break in? Oh god! After this one, yeah. But please take care of these. <laughs> All right. So this, we should probably move on. There's nothing good that's gonna come of this. Um, that's what she said <laughs> to the nice guy. <laughs> What's the next one? All right, let's take a quick second to hear from the fine people over at Refuge Medical. Refuge Medical, made in America, guaranteed forever. They've got individual first aid kits, multi-casualty first aid kits, vehicle first aid kits, basic first aid kits. They got all the components you need, and they have training. These guys have 33 confirmed life saved, including two dozen officers in the last two years. They use North American rescue components. They've been deployed on four continents with all the branches of the U.S. military. They exceed what your department is issuing, and it's designed to work with the Marchi algorithm. Find all this great stuff over at www.refugemedical.com. Use promo code PMPM for free shipping on all orders. Go check these guys out. Now back to the show. This girl and I have had an off and on relationship for the last year. We've stopped talking four separate times and then we start talking again. And every time she comes back to me about how she misses me, 
but we're always just not quite there as I really care about you and have feelings, but I need to figure myself out first. How long do you let this go before you're like, eh, we're just playing games. You're just playing games. Stop it now. Yeah, it's over, buddy. She doesn't miss you. She misses the dick. You're the bad boy that chokes her out and fucks her. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. Good job, buddy. What's your number? Anyway, moving on. Could you imagine if, like, the dudes, like, the nice guys and, like, the bad... I'm going to call them bad boys, even though that sounds cringy. They got together, and they kind of combined their powers. They're like, all right, dude, I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to teach you how to be nice. And then you got Mm -hmm. the other function. And then the other guy's like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to fuck. And then you guys are good. I don't know. How are they going to teach him to fuck, though? It's 2022. Oh, yep. Yeah. Just saying. Can I make that Am I going to get canceled? (laughs) Yes. No, you're fine. I'm making that joke. I was about to make a firehouse joke, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I hope I'm gonna apologize. I hope I didn't miss anybody that slid into my DMs. I think I got all the dims though. My brother gets so mad when I call him the dims. Um <laughs> now, oh, this could be good. <laughs> all right, we got a lot of good ones on the Instagram, so we're gonna fucking hammer these away. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Are relationships even worth it anymore? Yeah, dude. Eh. No? Listen to him. Don't listen to me. I'm very salty. You know, I don't know. I think... Oh, this is something I was going to say about the marriage thing. About the guy that has a third marriage. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people rush into a relationship for companionship. Yep. And that's kind of what part of the issue is. And I think, I don't know. I think, I think it's twofold. I think, and this is just like me outside looking in and I'm not going to like pretend I have the best marriage ever. Like, I think I have a really good marriage. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be really shitty if I made this podcast and then like a lawyer called me tomorrow, but <laughs> I would say my opinion, like looking at other people's relationships is a lot of times when they're broken, it's because people can't compromise. And then sometimes they're yeah. broken because people can't let go. And it's yeah. hard to tell what, like where it is. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty on point. Yeah. I, but I don't know. I mean, like, I think humans were like pack animals. I think you're supposed to have your pack. Uh, I know there's like this whole movement to disrupt the nuclear family. Yeah, that seems to be going really good. I don't know. I think having a relationship, I think having a family is good for most people. I don't know that everybody needs it, though. I think you do what's right for you, obviously. Yeah. But I don't know. I think relationships are worth it. But I mean, I would be I don't fucking know where I'd be without my wife, man. Like if she would have dumped me all these years ago, who fucking knows where I'd be. But, uh, you know. Not to sound like fucking corny, but she's been my rock, man. She's been the one there for me. She's the one that's fucking, you know, when I decided, you know, decade ago, I wanted to pursue law enforcement. She was right there with me and she's right there with me when I said, I can't fucking do this shit anymore. So you have to find, you got to some, find somebody to fucking ride or die, man, for sure. But yeah, I don't know. it's tough. Now, this question is uh, for, by the way, thanks for stepping in and 
stepping up to the plate. I, I told some people on the podcast and I think even a post or two that dispatcher Mo was supposed to come on and mm-hmm. she was unable to do it, but I appreciate that's what I appreciate about you is you stepping up to the plate and uh, taking on this podcast for me. I do appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Now the question that comes in is does dispatcher Mo does dispatcher Mo have nice feet? I have the slightest of ideas. I don't know either. I don't know about her feet, bud. I have no idea. Uh, I think you should direct message her right now as you hear this and say, hey, Poorly Made sent me over for feet pics and see how that goes over. Don't do that. Actually, don't. Because there's like fucking a thousand of you thirsty motherfuckers that's going to do that. What's the feet thing about, man? That's so fucking I don't weird. know. It's, it's gross, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's bad. Feet are I don't know. Feet or feet? I don't know. Feet are weird. Oh, they're meant for walking. So, and that's like what how do. attractive are they? <laughs> how attractive are they actually going to be? Okay, so I have a weird thing. We're going to talk about two oh, no. weird things real quick. Miss Appleberry. Don't fucking tell people about that. Okay. Let's <laughs> that out. <laughs> uh, no, I'll leave it in there. Uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> people are going to be like, "Wait, what incarnation?" <laughs> but knees i don't like kneecaps okay they fucking oh my God. weird me out so i've never had anyone tell me that before but oh my god like i can't have someone touch my knee i think kneecaps are absolutely disgusting because they just like float around in there and they're not like a fixed bone it'll make me fucking nauseous if someone like wiggles their kneecap around in front of me oh my god knees are the worst <sighs> very part stressed two, out about this part two of this <laughs> and this is fucking weird this is really weird but when you take a shower do you actually like wash your feet with soap yes okay so last time i was in colorado instead of having like a real constructive conversation with some of my old co-workers we sat down and we had um dinner and that came out came up as we were talking about washing your feet in the shower and it was like 50 50 at the table i'm of Mm -hmm. the opinion that the soap runs down and kind of cleans your feet like i don't think you need to do anything special now if i've been like you know in the mud or something like that or barefoot somewhere yeah i probably would but on a regular basis now is that weird so like i get it like i don't think it's like unsanitary not to but I do wash my feet and like in between my toes and stuff just because I don't like when other people's feet smell. Like when kids don't wear socks in their shoes. Oh That's my God. the stinkiest of so, stinky, by the way. I had a kid that wouldn't wear fucking yeah. socks forever. Yeah. I've been battling that with one of them for like two years now and it's very smelly. Um, so because I don't like foot smell in general, I always soap my feet. Like, I don't care if other people don't do it as long as they don't stank, but I always wash my feet with soap. That's fair enough. Okay, so the next question we have in here, a girl I like, we like each other, but we live two hours away. How do I convince her to try a long distance relationship? What do you think? If you have to convince her and you need to come on this podcast and ask for advice on how to convince her you're probably fighting an uphill battle um however 
That being said, how often do you see her? Because that kind of plays a role. Like, is she willing to set out time? And are you willing to set out time that works, I guess? Because, like, two hours isn't that far, but it's still pretty far when you have different lives and different jobs and different schedules. And different spouses. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my take. I've seen some very successful long-distance relationships. It can work. It definitely can work. Everybody's got to be invested. My thing, the convincing things, I don't know, dude. I think you just kind of, hey, say, hey, look, I really like you. Um, I want to try this and, and see what she says. If she's like, no, then she's like, no, and let it go. I was yeah, going to make a joke about like old timey. It's like, well, she said no the first 47 times, but after I badgered into her that she should date me, she finally gave me a shot and we've been happily married for 57 years. I don't know if that shit flies mm-hmm. anymore. I don't know how that shit works, right? Do you, Is that one of those things? Like, is it cool to like continue to shoot your shot or is this like a one and done type society? So... I don't know. I guess there are some women that like to be pursued multiple times. However, if I have to tell you no more than like two or three times, I'll just block you. (laughs) Like, I don't have time for that. It's exhausting. If I've said no, there's a reason I've said no. And continuously trying is not going to fix it. It's just going to piss me off. What if it's like a year or two later? Is that like acceptable? Okay. Yeah, that's acceptable. I mean, I don't know. I could definitely, I know, just speaking from experience from younger me, like there was definitely women that I wanted to date that, you know, I wouldn't say like I had them on the back burner, but I'd be like, all right, they said Mm -hmm. no, but maybe down the line, you know, I continue this friendship and, you know, maybe she'll give me a shot down the line. I mean, it's that like, okay, in this, in this fucking crazy world. Yeah, I'd say so. Like, things change over time, but if it's, like, you've asked me, like, three or four times in six months, there's a problem. Okay, here's what you do. You get a hotel room halfway in between, and you make sure you have Disney Plus, and you watch Boba Fett and chill. Yep. Problem solved. Disney Plus and chill. Which, let's be honest, if we end this podcast right now, it might be up already. I don't know. No, probably (sighs) not yet. I wish we could talk about that. Yeah, um, people would get pissy. Well, no, but think about it though. It wouldn't come out until I don't know. I really try not to be a spoiler type guy because like I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet. And like I know part of what's gonna happen. That's fine. I kind of knew that was coming anyway, but mm-hmm. I'm glad the movie hasn't been spoiled for me yet. Like it really pissed me off dating myself here, but when the uh, the Force Awakening came out, there were spoilers mm-hmm. on the internet like the first fucking day, and I was like, I don't even have a chance to buy tickets yet, you fucks. I hate like yeah. There's a special place in hell for people that spoil movies for sure. I uh, was mad when people started spoiling Harry Potter, <laughs> like when the books boring. were coming out. <laughs> like I was mad as fuck. So I try not to spoil anything for anybody, but I would love to talk about it at some point. Yeah, maybe down the line we'll have a maybe we'll have like a down the line we'll have like a really Star Wars geek out and we'll talk about all this stuff. Um, I like it. I do too. Handcuffs in the bedroom is that cringe? Yes. 
I don't know. I think it depends on what you're into. A, if it's like your work handcuffs, that's fucking gross. Yeah. Unless no, you don't, you, unless you don't arrest people, but like, down. yeah, dude, I'm be honest with you, man. I, I clean my handcuffs, but not every time I use them. Like if somebody like pissed or shit on them, or if I thought they were dirty, I'd wipe them down with a cancer wipes at the jail. But besides that, yeah. it, I mean, it didn't always happen. So yeah, you don't know. Don't use those ones, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I know there's a whole segment of society that's into like the whole, like, beating the fuck out of each other and calling it sex i don't know it's not my thing there's there's different restraints that you can use that are not handcuffs like you use handcuffs at work even if they're not the pair you use at work i just still just think it's like ugh, why yeah like anything else yeah i mean do it i mean do what you want to do in bed i mean i'm not going to judge you for it probably but <laughs> probably. like handcuffs and st- well, I mean, let's be real. There's some stuff that's probably a little out there, but as far as like quote unquote restraints went, you made that sound really fun, by the way. But <laughs> handcuffs, it you gotta, hey, um, handcuffs. That's I don't know. I would just assume there's like a lot of things out there that wouldn't like fucking hurt because handcuffs fucking hurt. Which I guess is maybe the point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. maybe. I don't know. Allegedly's. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Uh, some guy wants to talk about high school. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting question. I'm not sure how to answer it. What are the biggest temptations of cheating? Big tits? Mm. I don't know. Somebody yeah, that wants know. to fuck me? I don't know. I, don't... <laughs> I have never cheated, like, ever. Like, I get the temptation. I think it's probably, like, something new and exciting, maybe. But I can't really speak from experience on that one. Yeah, I've I've never cheated. I've been cheated on, but I've never yeah. cheated. I think, I just think there's some people that are just more, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not defending the behavior. I just think there's more people that are just, it's in their personality. It's in their type of person they are. It's like, it's, you know, some people like they get tied up. Some people like they get, it's like the excitement of it. It's like, I could be totally wrong. Correct me. Cheaters out there. You fucking tell me. I know people cheat for different reasons, right? There's, yeah, you know, guys cheat for lust. And I don't know. I read something somewhere where girls treat because they don't feel like they're being loved or taken care of at home or, or that kind of shit. It just, I think there's so many different possibilities. It could just be like straight up, like people are pieces of shit and they're going to cheat, but I don't know. Let's be honest. And maybe I'm way off, but not that I condone it, but if we're talking like eye for an eye, there's probably some people that deserve to be cheated on. I'm not saying it's right, but that could be, yeah, you know, like, if a you're reason. a piece of shit and your spouse goes and cheats, then like, what were you expecting? Although I would not condone it either. Yeah, I mean, it it came out a little more harsh than I intended. No, I just, it's one of those things where I just, I think I understand. Like, everybody wants to be, like, loved and loved on in some regard. And if that's missing, then I guess it's human nature, I guess. Yeah, I think so. And I mean. I had this dude once tell me this 
and this was a long time ago and it was really funny hearing it from him because he was not exactly like the beacon of manliness or sexiness but he was like hey here's the deal we're all human beings and we're just it's in our nature to spread the seed yeah which fair it's true but it's douchey but yeah i think what makes us human is that we're able to suppress the uh animalistic feelings we have i guess to a certain extent but some people can't no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to like give them an out like, I, I can't help it. I tripped and choice. fell and slipped in his dick. Or, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> the Eminem lyric. But I don't even know what yeah. the original question was. Oh, the temptations for cheating. I don't know. I don't know. Here's my thing. If you feel like you want to cheat, you need to probably examine everything else going on. Because cheating is, there's no way that's going to make anything better ever. And if you're nope. going to cheat on somebody, you probably just break up with them. I get a marriage is a little different. That's a bigger ordeal. But if you're in like a short-term relationship and you're like, hey, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go fuck this broad. Maybe yeah, just, just, just break it up. It. Just end it and then go do what you're going to do. I mean, no harm, no foul. I don't know. Yep. All right. Um, This is a kind of a shitty breakup story. So they were together for a while they were both CEOs and they hadn't talked for like a week but they both went to a like a Friendsgiving mm-hmm. they hooked up at the Friendsgiving after they hooked up one of them the breaker upper was like hey this isn't working I think we should break up Oof. in front of like 30 people timing is everything bro a don't fuck somebody if you know you're going to break up with them. I don't know if he thought like, oh, we'll bang it out and everything will be good. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I mean, I'm sure that's. I'm I don't sure that's think like you're going to get that. That post nut clarity is not going to do that. I think that's just pretty shitty behavior. Holy shit. You're the person I can ask. I didn't know who I could ask this, but I'm going to ask you. Do girls have post nut clarity? Yes. Really? Yes. Because I've asked my wife about that, and she's like, what in God's earth are you talking about? (laughs) No, it's a thing. Which I know somebody out there is like, oh, she doesn't have orgasms. So I set myself up for failure there with that joke. But um, Oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, no. um, Oh, my God. What am I supposed to say? Like, no, she totally has orgasms. No, but yeah, I've asked her about that, and she's like, no, that's never happened. So interesting because i know like guys i think it's pretty universal yeah okay yeah no it's totally a thing though really interesting okay good to know i don't know why i need to know that because obviously i'll never have a (laughs) orgasm but good to know science reasons what do i do if she doesn't listen to the pm pm podcast break up with her immediately she sucks next question yeah that's the only acceptable answer next boring um <laughs> boring fucker not literally like get rid of her okay so the guy so this guy wrote in when i asked for like if they had a relationship questions and he said i'm a relationship coach and i'm a cop also so i don't have any questions bro i'm gonna light you up right now i'm gonna throw it out there do you know do you know any psychology majors Mm-mm. 
Okay. I do. Every single one of them is fucked up. Every single one of them. They can address you and figure out your problems. They cannot figure out themselves. So I don't know you, buddy, but I'm assuming because you say you have no relationship problems, I kind of imagine you as the, uh, in Step Brothers, the, the successful brother that has mm-hmm. like the, the wife and kids and they're swing, singing the sweet child of mine in the car. And she's obviously very unhappy with her life. I feel like that's your wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know you, but that's my impression. <laughs> I probably just lost yeah. a podcast listener for that. I don't know. Maybe you're down to like just barely under 1 million now. Yeah, it's 900. What would that be? Bath. Oh, man, I can't. 999,000 drunk numbers. 999. Uh, yeah, there we go. Okay, this isn't a relationship question, but it is interesting. Working out at a gym, the membership is $10 a month. You want to go see a therapist? $500 a month. That's probably real for some people, huh? Yep. Yeah. Um, somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody made the point, like, why isn't mental health considered preventative care? It really should, right? Yeah, it really should be. Um, when I had an incident at work last year, it took me three and a half months to get in to see a therapist for an intake another two months to get an actual therapy appointment so yeah I think mental health care should be a much higher priority in general Um, and it should be considered preventative care because it prevents a slew of other issues like I know like our buddy Tenny talks a lot about this and it's so important that we're taking care of our mental health and it shouldn't just be swept under the rug as much as it does. Yeah. I'd like to think because of him, any me to a, like a lesser extent, guys are actually going out and talking to people and getting the help they need. I hope anyway. Yeah. Now, this is a, this question kind of switches to a little less serious topic. My generation is into eating ass. I, however, am not. Do you partake? And I will quote clerks too. Never go ask the mouth. Yeah, I I don't like the feeling and I don't know. No, thank you. Okay. Not my thing. I don't know what the whole fascination is like with the current generation don't they started with tie pods and they moved to ass oh don't do drugs kids (sighs) okay so here's the thing again i'm not gonna judge anyone what they do in their own home i'm gonna make some suggestions though okay when i think of that whole generation like drive fast eat ass it's usually a (laughs) dude um in his mid-20s he has a mullet. He's wearing pit vipers. He's driving a 2000 Ford fucking Ranger. And he looks like he smells like he hasn't showered in a week. So 
my advice about eating ass, if you choose to partake in eating such a, it's like the caviar of our generation, I guess. Ew. <laughs> Take a shower. Oh, yeah. Clean up a little bit. Because then I think you're good, right? You know, take a shower, do what you got to do, be fresh. That's probably not something to do after you go like on a, like, like a nice hike, you know. Ew, on... no. After you've been out in nature and you're all sweaty. Absolutely yeah, not. Been, you know, fixing a car or whatever, <sighs> whatever's happening. You, that's like a post shower activity, maybe in the shower activity. I don't know. In the shower would be better. Yeah. But it's still a hard no. Hard no. I would. <laughs> Are we going to get awkward here? <laughs> I mean, yes. you, would you try it once? Ooh. It might I've feel good. I have had it done to me and I am not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. Don't like it. I'm I'm curious out there if that's like a thing that guys are like into that girls just kind of put up with or if there are chicks that like it. Yeah, I, I've never met a chick that enjoys it. I've met chicks that like it the back door. Well, well that's different, but like the <laughs> tongue sensation is like gross. Okay, there's like a lot I want to say about this topic, but I don't want to get kicked off Spotify, so we're just going to leave it there. We already talked about that. Okay, this is fucking funny as shit. I dated a girl that was extremely attractive, and we meshed perfectly, but her hands were very wrinkly. Mm, That's not really something she can help, but I guess if you're really weirded out by it, then whatever. Dude, this goes back to my whole thing about people just being so uh, shallow. Yeah. I I don't know. I think a relationship is always, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, it's all, you always got to put in in work and you have to compromise. Yeah. I mean, wrinkly hands, you dumped like the perfect chick because she had wrinkly hands. (laughs) Come on, bro. Like yeah. doesn't doesn't Megan Fox have like ginormous hands? Well, she has like thumb fingers or like like the toe fingers or something. Like there's something weird with her fingers, but I can't remember what it is. It's something like that. But uh, let's be honest, most dudes that wouldn't have stopped him. I would say like the whole like machine gun Kelly thing would probably stop some dudes there because they don't want sloppy seconds after that. Yeah. But um, that guy's like a walking disease, isn't he? Oh, he's so disgusting. I'm like, I wish people would stop interviewing them about stuff because I do not want to know anything about them. Like, for the love of God, please stop. They're worse than the Kardashians. Well, like, I mean, Pete Pete Davidson, they always talk about that dude. He looks like Beetlejuice. I don't even know what's going on there. He must have a big dick or something. Big dick energy. That's a thing. <laughs> yes. I think it is. I mean, like, I'm not making that up. I think it's a thing. <laughs> um, this guy had an interesting question. Do you have a met on Tinder poll? Met my girlfriend of five years on Tinder, and I'm going to propose to her. Oh, that's you, interesting. That is interesting. I think I could be wrong, and I've literally never been on the app, but do people use Tinder for like other than hooking up or is that basically like, Hey, I want to get fucked. Um, I don't know. Like 
I wish I could have had my friend come on or at least like send the story in. But she went on a date with this guy from Tinder. And initially it started off. Do we have time for this? Yeah, go ahead. Very weird. We're good. Okay. So I like story times. My friend works at Starbucks. So that'll be important later. She went on a date with this guy. And before their date, he was like, hey, like, I just got off work late. Can I come shower at your place? And she was like, uh, sure. Like, whatever. So he stops by at her place. They've never met before. He showers me like, hey, can I borrow one of your shirts? And she's like, uh, okay. And like gives him a shirt. They pregame a little bit and walk over to a bar that's like a couple blocks over. And he's like, yeah, like I used to be in SWAT. And she's like, oh yeah, like for what agency? And he's like, SWAT. She was like, but what agency? And he's like, I used to be SWAT. Like I was one of the SWAT guys. I would like jump out and handle shit. She's like, SWAT isn't an agency. It's a unit like within multiple agencies. And he was like, oh, I was just testing your knowledge. And mind you, she and I met in college and we both had uh, criminal justice majors. So she's not stupid. And he's like, haha, yeah, just testing you. And in his profile, he had normal teeth, but he had like jacked up meth teeth when they were out on this date. Oh, yeah. Like they were fucked up, black, like missing pieces, like, you know, meth mouth. So she's texting on her phone to the group chat, as girls will do when shit's just going sideways and she's cackling. And while she's texting the group chat, her friend is like, hey, um, is his name Ryan? And she's like, oh, my God, yes, it is. She's like, I went on a date with him, too. He's crazy as fuck. Get out of there. So my friend that's at the bar with this guy, she's laughing. And he takes the phone and sees that we're all talking shit about him in the group chat. So he gets pissed and he's like, women shouldn't like have cell phones and shouldn't have jobs, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, all right, I'm out of here. Like, you're fucking weird. You're crazy. So she goes home and he's calling her like, hey, like, did you ask if you could leave? Like, our date wasn't done. Like, crazy ass shit. So fast forward to the next morning, she wakes up and goes to work at Starbucks at five in the morning. And he's texting her, hey, like, I know you're up for work. Like, I just want to let you know I miss you, beautiful. She's like, this guy's weird. Ignores him. She starts getting calls at her Starbucks. And it's just like hangout calls. And she's like, okay, that's weird. He shows up at her work with flowers. He didn't know which Starbucks she worked at. He called all 10 Starbucks in our city to figure out which one she worked at because she picks up the phone, says her name when she picks it up. Fucking stalked the shit out of her by calling all the different Starbucks. So moral of the story is, one, if you're going to date someone from Tinder, make sure they're not fucking crazy before you take them home. Also, Tinder is just problems. Yeah. Problems all over the place. Red flags, don't do it. Or good for this guy. Yeah, wear rubber at least, I would say. Yeah. 
Um, they're not only for sailors anymore. They're for everybody. I had a dude that I worked with, bless him. And, you know, we'd be riding team man and he'd be like, telling me all these Tinder dates. And I'm like, bro, you, you get like tested pretty regularly. What? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, bro, you're banging a bunch of randos. Like that's the thing, right? Like go get fucking tested. So I don't know. I felt like kind of weird sitting in the car with him. Like, you know, one of the crabs was going to jump over and get me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, gross. I'm so, and I'm like, not saying this to like rub this in anybody's face, but I'm so happy. I don't have to deal with any of that. Holy shit. I think dating in 2022 is a fucking nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a disaster. It's cool, man. Although, you know, I'm just like such a nice guy that um, I think I'd be fine, you know? Yeah, totally fine. Totally fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> advice for dating while working nights. That's tough. Because I feel like most people work normal jobs where they don't stay up all fucking night and they don't sleep during the day. That's going to be tough mm-hmm. for the dating life. Yeah, I think at least trying to keep communication going as best you can without sacrificing your sleep is a good idea. And then setting aside time when you're off of work where you guys actually get to like be together is a good idea like it doesn't even have to be like a date out just spend like a chunk of your day with her like hang out watch movies just like be together I guess like focus on each other just so that you're getting the quality time that's needed to really make a relationship work but how do you even find somebody to date when you're working nights I mean that's Um, gonna be a struggle I don't know behind Denny's (laughs) Uh, you know a video I came across the other day which is a fucking internet classic is the mosh pit at Denny's have you ever seen that one yeah <laughs> what up Denny's holy shit I love it yeah I don't know dude that that's a fucking hard pill to swallow I guess I would just be honest with anybody you're dating like hey look I fucking work nights and hopefully they can deal with it I feel bad yeah. for the dudes and gals that stay on nights forever because I think there's like a cult status among some cops of night shift, like fuck days. I'm never going to days. I'm going to. Yeah, I know some of those. (laughs) Yeah, I've known them too. And I'm just going to tell you guys right now. Here's the thing. Normal. Your body's meant to sleep at night. That's like a normal function. You're going to die sooner if you stay up all night. You should go to a different shift. I'm just throwing it out there. I get nights are fun day shift. Yeah. You get a few more frauds and shit. You can still do fun shift on fun shit on day shift. It's still a thing. (laughs) You can do it. People like they're like, Oh, day sucks. You don't get to do anything. Dude. I got so much cool shit on days. I found a chop shop on days. I found all kinds of cool shit on days. It's there. You just, you know, you got to know where to look like night nights is easy because anybody out in the middle of the night, walking down the street, your reasonable suspicion is there. It's like almost there already. There's very little you have to do. But days you have to work a little harder, which is that's going to trigger the night shift people. What darnation? I'm a sheepdog. <laughs> I was sitting in the emergency room the other day and 
uh, one of my buddies from county goes walking by with someone that he had to babysit for the day because this guy out of nowhere decided to fight his partner and wound up getting OC'd and hit with a baton a few times. I was like, yeah, like day shift is way more exciting. Like he's been on days for like a couple months now after I think three years of night shift. And it's like, he's totally come alive again and he's enjoying his job so much more because there's just a different variety. So I, I worked, I only worked one night or one night, one year of graveyard shift. <laughs> and then I went to days and then I worked, I got kind of burnt out of days and then I went to swings for a couple of years and that was really fun. And then I went back to days towards the end of my short career. And I think if you can, it's kind of good to switch it up. I know some places you don't really get a choice. They just kind of rotate through, but I will say I worked an off duty shift. Here's what here. This fucked me. This is like the thing that dudes fucking fall into all the time is you get like a nice shift and then you pick up some like our department had permanent off duty jobs. So you could bid on these jobs that were like year round jobs to work off duty. Mm -hmm. And I got one and the only one I could get and I needed the money was overnights. So in the middle of my fucking days off, I'd fucking work an overnight shift. So I worked days and graveyards. And it was oh. like, yeah, it was so stupid. But I will tell you, it was fun working at night. Like, I was like, oh, I feel like a fucking cop again. I get to use my spotlight. This is <laughs> awesome. But I think I'd piss off like some of the other people I worked that shift with because I'd be like, you know, kind of ripping and roaring, ready to go. And they're like, hey, let's fucking drink coffee in like four hours. I'm like, no, this is fucking fun. We're up at night and there's all this cool shit going on. There is something different about police work at night, which is fucking fun. But I always just kind of chose the other shifts for the family life. I like swings. Swings is kind of like a good mix where, you know, you get to sleep at night still. I was mm -hmm. stupid because I was had a, like a little kid at home. And so like I would my wife would go to work at like eight. So I'd get off at like, you know, one in the morning, fall asleep by like three. And I was up at eight. So you know, five hours of sleep for a couple of years wasn't great, but it was a good mix. I feel like we're going like way off topic, but I feel like sleeping yeah. at night, even it's okay. Poorly made sleeping at night, even if it's only for a couple hours is way better than sleeping during the day. I feel like you just get a better sleep. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. The quality of the sleep is so much better. Yep. It is. It's true. Which gotta be honest. It's kind of, I know you're in a different time zone it's fucking late here so we're gonna have to wrap this up in a second because i'm tired yeah. and, and i'm an old man so the ne the last question i'm really slurring my words i had a lot of whiskey to drink <laughs> the question. all right the last question i have here how long should you stay friends before asking them to be in a relationship i don't know is the chemistry there like do you feel like it's someone that you could actually date or are you just enjoying the friendship, I guess? Like, do you want to just bang them or do you actually want to be in a relationship with them? What if you want both? I have questions. Yeah, this would have well, been a good person to have on. I, here's, yeah. I have some thoughts on this. I would say, I'm going to equate this to police work. If you wait too long, it's like a special assignment. If you wait too long to put in for a special assignment, 
they're going to pick some new rookie, right? If you, mm-hmm. I'm telling, and this could be totally flawed logic, right? And like, I don't know if the friend zone is actually a real thing. Because that was a thing back in the day is people would say, oh, I got put in the friend zone, whatever. But brother, she just doesn't want to date you, right? Like, it's not like a slight. Yeah. It's just like, she doesn't want to date you, man. Like, she doesn't have to date you. But I do feel like sometimes if maybe you don't shoot your shot a little sooner, like if you're friends with the chick for like a year and then you ask her out, like, I feel like you probably fucked yourself on that. Yeah. I feel like that's a little too late because I can tell you from a female standpoint, if I meet you and we're friends for a year and you never give me any indication that you're interested in dating me, I'm just going to have you like set aside as like not an option. You're just my friend that I can shoot the shit with. Like, I'm not going to have any kind of connection with you romantically if I don't feel like it's there early on. Thank you for confirming, which every guy has been thinking for years. Yeah, I think... And I'll, I'll just say from like experience in, in my younger days, and it was a long time ago. So I think dating in high school is a lot different than dating in your like 30s and 40s. But I, it's, you know, if you're like not confident, it's hard to ask somebody out. So you may like build this friendship and like build up this like, hey, I'm like this really cool guy. We're really good friends. But you fuck yourself if like six months later you haven't like done anything and then you get mad when they get like a girlfriend, but you haven't taken any, you haven't been on the offensive at all to like try and earn this chick, so to speak, other than being her friend. And that can really suck. Like when you like really like a chick and there's nothing there because you, you didn't shoot your shot, I guess. Yeah. You have to, let us know in some way that you're interested and it can be a simple like just texting us first thing in the morning to say good morning even if it's not like overtly romantic the effort being made there will get us thinking that you're interested i think you just go out instead of a good morning you just send a dick pic at like six in the morning that's a good way to start yeah great way to yeah because every chick wants a dick pic right especially ones they didn't ask for yes um good stuff yeah good stuff now i think there i think since we're here we're going to talk about it not dick pics necessarily but i think there is this feeling that and this might just be drunk me talking we'll see how i feel Mm -hmm. about this when i edit the podcast but (laughs) i think there's some people out there that feel and I'm guys and girls that feel that the only reason a guy is a friend with a chick is because he secretly wants to bang her. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily fair, but, but I think he would like, he's not in it because there's a lot of chicks no, I can't even say that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's okay. To paraphrase uh one of my good friends on this podcast, like everybody's horny, everybody wants to have sex with each other. 
mm-hmm. think it's one thing to say you would, but it's one thing to take action on it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, I think most people are reasonable enough to say, okay, even even being both single, let's just say, okay, hold on a second. I would, but that's not worth, like, I'm going to tell you right, like, up front right now, like, there's women that are my friends that I wouldn't, like, want to ruin my friendship with by banging mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Not to, not to say as, like, a piece of shit dude, like, I wouldn't. Because, like, they're not unattractive. You have to, like, think beyond, like, your animalistic instincts. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I've had an issue with male friends, especially ones I work with, who, like, eventually see past my apparent REF trying to sleep with me. Um, So... And it hasn't happened recently, so that's nice. But it's just the fact that those friendships have kind of taken that turn before for me, where I'm always very, like, suspicious and looking out for, like, little signs from my male friends. But there are a few that I trust would never cross that boundary, I guess. So I don't think it's all of them. I just think it depends on the kind of person they are if that makes sense no that makes sense okay so like i know who you are this is gonna sound weird i know who you are (laughs) you're attractive right i'm married i'm not gonna like go out of my way to try and bang you right you know what i mean right but i think you can like i guess like maybe the more articulate way to say that is like no that doesn't even make sense for what i'm trying to say (laughs) I don't know. I just think people are so like untrustworthy, right? Where like they're like automatically assume like, oh, he's only friends with me because he wants to bang me, which is not true. Like, we're I'm yeah, friends because like, I, I like you. I think you're like a good you. person, but I think we're not stupid either. Like somebody can be attractive and be like, well, they're attractive, but they're my friend. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wish we could move past that as a society. If that makes any sense. No, that makes sense. Like you're my friend. I like, we have a good friendship relationship, but just because we're both attractive people and we're friends doesn't mean that that's where our friendship would go. And I think that a lot of people just assume if like two people of the opposite sex are friends, that's where it's going to go. And that's not always the case. Yeah. Which is totally getting off of base what this guy's question is, but I do want to address that because that shit frustrates me too is because it can ruin fucking friendships. Like people can have like legitimately like great friendships and then somebody will start some fucking wild rumor like, oh, it's because they're fucking banging on the side. It's like, what? Yeah, and it's ridiculous. It's like not true. So are there people out there that are friends with the opposite gender, guys or girls, that really just want to get fucked or be fucked? Yes, that's probably a thing, but I I don't think it's fair to assume that of everyone. Yeah, no, and it's not fair to assume that of everyone because I think there's like maybe five to ten of my male friends overall, you included, that I would be able to trust not to like do that just because you're good people. So I think the general like assumption that all men or all females are like 
any opposite sex friendships are going to turn sexual bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't fall for that shit for sure. Although there's some of my dudes that I know that I'm like, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm friends with the chick. I'm like, "Mm, are you, or is this like, yeah, is this the long con? I have some male friends and I know when I see them like following someone new on Instagram that I know, I'm like, ah, I know what you're doing. I guess we should probably answer this guy's question. Don't wait too long, bro. Yeah. Don't wait too long. Like if you're interested, start doing something to let her know that you're interested. Don't wait a year. Don't wait two years because at that point, there's going to be that division between like romantic and friendship. Hold on though. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. (laughs) I think that can be a thing over time where like maybe people aren't in like the right place or they're dating other people. Yeah. But that chemistry is going to be there. Yeah. Chemistry is totally a thing. Yeah. And that's totally a fucking thing. Like, like I said, like when we, I don't know if I ended up cutting out the, the starter wife bit I did, but <laughs> I think I would have kept it. But, you, you know, the third wife for, for companionship, right? Like, I think there are some people that maybe they get married to somebody and they'll even sleep with them that are like, I don't know that I love them, but like, they're cool. And I like spending time with them. So this is fine. And maybe it's not like, quote unquote, true love. Maybe it is. Maybe that is what love is. I don't know but yeah who knows who knows who who knows what any of this means i'm just babbling drunk now at this point this probably be a lot better <laughs> answer if i'm sober but uh but i i don't know it, it always breaks my heart when i see people that i think would be really good together but they've kind of like fallen into the time trap too where eh, they, yeah. they they've been friends for a while and because that's a thing too where like i feel like you could be, let's say you were not in the right place to date, you know, whether you're dating other people or whatever's going on, or you live in different, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been a couple of years and you do become really, really good friends. And then when it comes time where like you guys are both available, maybe because you legitimately don't want to lose that friendship. Because a breakup, it's hard to stay friends after a breakup. I am friends yeah. with um, a couple people that I dated. It is possible, but it's difficult. Yeah, especially when you guys kind of part ways and try to date other people, just makes it like weird and hard and that's what she said. (laughs) I could have said that like three times. (laughs) I know. I was trying to give you the opportunity. Like the back of the Volkswagen. How many more words do I have to say? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note thank you guys for listening to this uh, podcast. I think we started out very strong and then I got drunk and kind of went downhill, but that's uh, like most of my podcast. So I'm sure you guys enjoyed it. You guys know what to do. <laughs> uh, take care of the sponsors of this podcast. Cause they're probably screaming after hearing talking about all the weird shit we talked about. <laughs> so go buy some shit. And this is something I, I need. I keep fucking forgetting to bring up. And we're like 55, 50 podcasts in when you go to one of these people, fucking tell them that i sent you it helps me out so fucking if you go purchase something from one of these fine folks say hey pmpm PM sent me and most of them have a promo code so do that go buy some of my merch it's almost saint patrick's day by now i have a really cheap t-shirt and it looks like shit 
and it's cringe. But it's green, and you, and you also can wear need the pint glass. Oh yeah, I got the pint. I forgot to take a picture of my poorly made police memes podcast pint glass. Do you think people would buy the pint glass more in the shirts if it didn't have blow up dolls on it? Have you seen that know. one yet? I, mean, I think it's yeah, funny. As shit. I, have. I love it. It's so perfect. Um, <laughs> it's so perfect. Go buy yourself some nice uh, podcast merch. Maybe I'll come out with something that'll be a little different. I do have something very special coming soon. That's what she said. He said, <laughs> I, I, you're I on t- a roll. I'm on a roll. Uh, I hope that happens very, very soon. And you guys will enjoy it a lot. I'm really excited for it. And uh, be one of the fucking fine monthly donors to the podcast. You click at the link at the end of the podcast. You can send me some money, keeps the candles and the lights down here on the podcast. So I can keep doing this and not get a real job because we all know that you need this podcast in your life. Absolutely. Anyway, remember, <laughs> I love most of you. Go fuck each other. Only if you consent and you're not married. And <laughs> I love most of you. Bye-bye. <laughs>